Cold. Hi. What's a good word? Murder. You don't mean Marnie Greer. No, but you're close. It's going to be a woman. Cold. What are you talking about? I'm talking about you. Sands is dead, all right, but you're next. Me? What did I do? Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Good. How are you doing? Ready for another fun-filled afternoon? Or a fun-filled episode, I should say. Not really an afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, nothing like uh, <laughs> nothing like the Fall Guy to to give us that. Yeah, yeah. Right, and we picked this out kind of because I want to say a couple of weeks ago, or a few weeks ago, maybe even now, someone tagged us saying, "Hey, it's there it was you know like someone tagged us and another thing that they had said it was their premiere date of the fall guy i'm like oh yeah we did that you know i posted our episode i posted on instagram and there was a lot of reaction to it so i figured you know what it's time to revisit the fall guy because it's been over a year wow over a year gotta dust that off yeah that's one of my favorites one of my favorites so surprised i haven't, (laughs) haven't haven't made us do more of those but yeah, and actually just the other day was the um, anniversary of um, the Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, boy. So I posted that, hey, we did this you know, <laughs> with uh, Chris, yeah, Christopher Page, uh, and I'm like, it was three years ago. Holy <laughs> He's crap. like, holy shit, that was three years ago? Wow. Doesn't seem like it. Time no, flies. It Absolutely. Yeah, but so, here we are. Here, here we, we are, are again with yeah. Colt Seavers. Yeah, Colt, Colt and the gang. Yeah. Uh, so uh, before we, before we get into that, uh, what have you watched lately? I know we just talked about something. I don't know if you want to talk about that. If you want to stick with, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'd say so. I went, I went to see the Eternals with with my boys, um, and I, I had a feeling going in that it, you know I wasn't expecting much. I didn't think it didn't look good to me going in. So I, 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 so I told the boys, I'm like, hey, if it's good, I'll, I'll be surprised. If it's even just good, and um, I would say it felt like it went on for an eternity. So properly, properly titled, <laughs> um, and um, I mean, it was okay. It was, it was like, you know, it was like two and a half hours uh, of, you know, I guess I could say I was entertained. But it wasn't, you know, it's no, you know, Avengers or, you know, Iron Man. It's not that, you know, it's not that quality of a movie. Is it because it wasn't good? Was it like because it wasn't as, the movie wasn't as fun? It wasn't as engaging? Or was it it just because you didn't know the characters or just a little bit of everything? Maybe it's because I didn't know the characters. And then maybe just because it was like, you know, okay, just another, you know, kind of superhero setting i don't know it just didn't it didn't strike me um gotcha yeah. and yeah. what did the boys think though did they like it they said it was mid so i think that's a that's a right. term it's like <laughs> that's a term that the kids use nowadays it means right. it was okay <laughs> i think it means it was yeah <laughs> mediocre i don't know 
they, yeah. I mean, they seem to like it overall, but um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe if you're like a okay. real diehard comic fan, you know, it's cool. But I have been watching, speaking of comics, I've been watching um, a couple, well, so we're, we're making, we're making my wife watch Loki. Um, oh she, yeah. How she like that? She likes it. So we're a couple episodes in. And then at the same time, we're watching uh, Daredevil, and we're a couple of episodes. Oh wow! Okay, a couple couple of episodes in there too. So um, I actually think that's a decent, that's a pretty decent uh, uh, little series. So I think that's that's not. Yeah, bad. no, I thought that was good. I liked that one. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But how about you? Uh, so did I mention? The show Inside Job before on Netflix, the animated show. Did I talk about that before? Uh, you know, I, I don't recall. Okay. I think you may have. I don't know if I did. I don't know. Did I with Kristen Slater? No, probably not. He's in I would, it? I, would, I remember that. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> this show, it's I did not know what to expect. I went into the cold and I just kind of ran across it on Netflix. I'm like, what is this? And here's a little description. It says, For employees of the deep state, conspiracies aren't just theories. They're fact. And they keep keeping them secret as a full-time job. So I'm like, what? But it's a comedy. Basically, like, saying that, like, all those conspiracies are real. And these are the people, like, trying to keep them in control. And it's just, it's a hilarious nightmare of a show. Like, <laughs> it just goes in really, certain directions. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. No, I don't like Christian Slater at all, but he's good as kind of like the guy that's like the old guy. He's like retired from it, and he's like his daughter works there now, and he's all pissy and cranky. There's a guy who he's like a general. He's like half porpoise. <laughs> I don't know why he's half <laughs> porpoise, but it's, it's great. And then there's another guy. I don't even know what he's supposed to be. He's like, like some sort of like sea mushroom thing. I don't know from the, but he's sentient and he talks and he's, I don't know. The show is, it's pretty damn funny. I, I really, really enjoyed uh, that. I went through it pretty quickly. So I definitely recommend that for, if you like animated shows. Yeah, um, that's actually sounds pretty good. It, check it out. It, it is. I definitely, you definitely should watch it. It's, I mean, some of the things they say sometimes, I'm like, wait, what did you say? And I had to go back because it was great. Um, so I definitely, like, at one point, they were, like, giving out, like, fake gifts. Not, like, gifts, but, like, you know, like, like uh, bonuses, like, type things. And they're, like, he's, like, in the one mushroom thing or whatever, whatever you want to call him. He's, like, a tote bag. Tote bag is, like. What do I need a tote bag for? I got eight freaking arms. <laughs> Actually, he didn't say freaking. I think he said eight fucking arms. Like, I got eight fucking arms. What do I need a tote bag for? I don't know. It's just That's and weird. the the dolphin guy occasionally just Wait, makes. Is this like half, every, everyone's like half sea life or what? It's... No, it's just those two. He no. like the the general guy did it for some particular reason, which I don't know what it was, but um. But then it turns into like this whole like then there is like a you know like a secret within this deep state secret thing and I don't know it's it it was I thought it was a very good show I definitely definitely recommend it it's deep so inside job Netflix cool. watch it sounds good um, I'm trying to think of like anything else oh I did watch 
the Red Red Notice movie too on Netflix. You see that with uh, Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. Oh no, no. Yeah, it was I, fine. Yeah, I mean it was it was perfect that it was on Netflix because I think if you would have went to the movie theater, not that it was bad and it wasn't fun, but it's like if you kind of like sit there and thought about it, you're like, this is like like the movie like. It almost seemed like you like just kept tacking on stuff just to keep it going. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was fun. I mean, it was not terrible for sure. So I wouldn't have like walked a... out of it. Let's put it that way. If I was uh, in the okay, theater. all right. So again, so. N- enough to keep you entertained. Yes, definitely yeah. for sure. Good. All right, that's enough of that. Should we go? Yeah. Should we, we go should to the go Fall to, Guy? Let's go to what really matters, Mike. The Fall Guy. Let's go back to 1982. That's right. The Fall Guy. Back when season two, episode one. Yeah. Bale and Bob. Oh yeah, and I also picked this because picked this particular episode because it was the first episode with Marky Post, and since she just passed away, what was it August? I think it was. Yeah. Uh, I figured it you know be a good uh, good way to honor her too as well. Yeah. Yeah, and she was. I I didn't haven't looked her up recently, but she was fairly young when she passed. I mean, it's like seventy or something, early seventies. Um, you know, that's a good question. <laughs> I say, I, yeah, now. I, I just heard myself say out loud that's fairly young, and I meant to look it up. Yeah, she was exactly you know. seventy. Yes. Okay. I to be honest, I thought she was younger. I thought she was in her sixties, but yeah. But yeah, seventies um, young. Nowadays, yeah, yeah. You know? For, it know, is young nowadays, yes. For passing. So. Especially as we keep getting older. <laughs> exactly. 70 gets younger yeah. as we get older. So, Yes. Every every decade gets a little bit younger. Yep. All right. Now, before we get into it too much, I just want to say one thing before I forget, because I probably will, because you know I like to talk about characters. I did not realize the bad woman in this, the the countess or whatever, she was actually into James Bond movies. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. She was in yeah, she was in um Thunderball, right? I thought I saw Thunderball and uh sorry. She made, uh Thunderball in From Russia with Love. Oh, got it. Yeah. Didn't know that, yeah. So Well that fits yeah, in to I, the over, the overall theme. Totally, because this whole thing was basically they were stuntmen on a James Bond movie. Right, right. And, you know, his the side gig of the bounty hunting led them on a somewhat James Bond type of ordeal. Yeah. You know, and I forgot to look. Was there like a James Bond movie that came out like right around now? <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, were they trying to tie in? Because it was just weird that. Because they actually, did they actually say James Bond? Did they actually say they were doing a Bond movie? Or did they kind of go around it without officially saying it? Yeah, no, I don't think they ever said it. Okay. It was just just, very apparent. I was just trying to figure that out. Like, I mean, I know they mentioned something about 008 at one point, right? Right, But I thought one time Howie said something that they were filming a Bond movie. But maybe maybe I... was wrong. I don't know if he said if he said a Bond movie or a spy movie. I know what you, like when he was at the pool or. Now maybe he did say spy movie. You're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah. I'm trying to think. So this came out in '82. So for your eyes only was '81, and Octopussy was '83. All right. Yeah. So sandwiched so, in there. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they definitely were they were filming a James Bond movie. Um, let's just get right into it, right? So they're in right, Rio. Yeah. Yeah, they're in, they're in Rio filming. We start out, well, so we start out, um, and it's just, they, you know, the opening, obviously the, the opening with the, you know, Lee Major singing the theme song, which just, it was like the full cut, too. I mean, it wasn't even like, you know, it's shortened intro version. It was like a full song. Um, not sure if it always is like that. I don't remember, but. I was like, this one's going, you know, felt like it went on for a bit. And we also should mention, like, this was on YouTube. This full episode was on YouTube. Yeah. So that, that's where yes. we were able to we see it. we found it on so. YouTube. So easy to find if you haven't watched it yet. Stop right yep. now. Go to YouTube. Look it up. I think you just looked, I looked it up by the episode title, Bale and Bond, right? And I, and I, yeah, and I think the, the user is Colt Seavers. So uh, <laughs> I, know. I don't want to get find. anybody in trouble. I'm just saying, that's, you know, that's what it is. But yeah. um, and you know what you know how long it actually took me a while to realize Bale and Bond was you know off a of James Bond because <laughs> right. I'm an idiot. I, no, hey, hey, I'll I'll take it one <laughs> further. I didn't even realize that until just now. So, until you, until you said, so. but all right, so so we open in Rio and it's a big party going on. You know, it's all yeah, it's carnival, right? Yeah, yeah, music, parade, party. You know, it's the scene, and then. We see uh, a guy in a suit. He looks a little lost, and he, he walks out into the little lost, a little nervous. Yeah, and he walks out into the like the I don't know sidewalk or whatever. And then he, he looks over and he sees a car, and this big guy. I would say like a James Bond type criminal, strongman. Yeah, well, standing Sid, at the car. Sid Haig, well well known bad guy, and a lot of things. Yeah. He's, he may uh, have yes, even been in a James Bond movie. I don't even know. Uh, he, I wouldn't be surprised. Have been. But I don't think so. He totally should have been. He <laughs> yeah. would fit in. But so he's he's holding the door of a car open for him, and uh, so the guy you know gives him a nod, gets in the car, and um, you know that's our first sign that uh, something's up with this dude with the the briefcase getting in the car. Um, and he goes, so he goes and he visits this woman, right? And and it turns out to be the countess who is, you know, she's having a drink. And she introduces herself as <laughs> Mr. Swanson's assistant. And, yeah. Uh, the guy with the br- briefcase is Mr. Sands. Um, and, you know, I don't know. T- I mean, like, I kind of want to summarize this scene. I don't want to talk through it in too much detail, but... Um, they obviously he brings a suitcase for the woman and full you know, of money, to, full yeah. of money. So they give him some champagne to celebrate while she pops it open and realizes that only the first layer is actual cash and the rest <laughs> is like cut up the newspapers old, and stuff. You know? The old classic fake news, <laughs> fake cut up paper money. Yeah, right? I mean I've used that a couple times in the past. It works well. Yeah. Um, they start and while and while she starts to count the money, the bad guy's got the champagne glass, and she gives him a little half nod, and he drops a pill in there, um, because she thinks that this is all the cash, and they're good to go. Right. Um. So they could rub this. And then guy when out. she realizes, yeah, and when she realizes it's not all there, <laughs> he like grabs a glass away from him, 
you know, because they want to start asking him questions, but it's too late. He's already dying. But she's like, where's the money? <laughs> Basically, he wanted to make a deal, right? He wanted right, to right. make go into business with Swanson. And, you know, it, so he, you know yeah. it turns out that he's like some money mule for like this embezzling money from, what was it called? Matico Industries or something like that? Mac, Mac, Manco? I don't, I don't know. I didn't write it down. I didn't either. But. Mant- Manticore? I don't know. Manticorp? Yeah, just, just, <laughs> just kidding. You know, just, just a tip I think we can all pick up here is if you are going to um, do big money exchanges and poison the delivery guy, uh, wait until you count the money before you. Yeah, count it off first, then give him the glass of poisoned uh, champagne. Right. So then they're like, well, now we got to find it. How hard could that be? So she, she sends her goon off to try to find the, the money that the guy had. Yeah, because he hadn't been in town very long, so he couldn't have, you know, yeah. hidden it in very many places. Now, I so lose now my we car keys, you... and I can't find them for yeah. days, so <laughs> I don't know how they would ever find this money. But So now we cut to, what, uh, Colt driving a Maserati, cruising through the streets. Here's some Bond music, right? It's basically Bond music. I don't know if it's officially Bond music. But it's, it's close pretty damn close know that it's supposed to be bun music. It's got that guitar pinging, just twanging. Yeah, it's just enough different so they don't get sued, probably. Right, right. So he uh, takes out a few bad guys, basically fights, you know, jumps through, and then he swings on this tapestry or whatever that's hanging and dives through this window, and you see Heather Thomas in there. And some guy's like trying to rough her up, and she's in a casket for some reason. Yeah. And then they cut. And they cut. I noticed though, funny thing was they, they, they do the cut thing right there, and the director and everything's standing in there. I'm like, well, who was directing the outside action? While they were yeah, out right. there with, that was all one there were cameras scene. out there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They ran up the stairs and followed the scene upstairs. Yeah. And I was thinking, um, that was an awful lot of like film time for the stuntman. I think they probably would have had the actor in there. Little bit and then pull the something in at the you know the last moment to do the dangerous part. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they do it, Mike, to be honest. Uh, if there are any uh, professional stuntmen listening, let us know how they yeah, actually let's do it. Talk. Let's talk. It'd be fun. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And then so then he comes out, right? They're coming out, and the, you hear in the background that Howie's on the phone with somebody, and they say, hey, it's um, shoot, was her name Terry, right? Uh, I miss Terry's it. on the phone, and she's got a gig for them or whatever. But before he does that, the props guy stopped him. And oh, he's yeah. like, hey, I got to show you these toys we got here to let you know what kind of things. You got to know how to use them, too. So he shows them a watch that shoots smoke out that seems to be then dead after they do that. So he just <laughs> it looked away. totally right? burnt like out. It, it seemed like it was used up. Yeah, and then he shows him this like Zippo lighter that's like he's like, watch this one, it's a flamethrower. It shoots like a flame, like five feet out of it. But I, I actually have a clip of it, so I wanted to play it too because I thought it was funny. I got the watch ready. Hey, new toy, huh? Yeah. Careful how you handle it now. This button will arm it, and this one will set it off. We can't make all these big spy pictures without all the toys, and you got to know how to use them. Hmm. You mean if somebody asks me the time of day, don't give it to them? No, no, no. <laughs> and be very careful with this lighter. It's really a flamethrower. So oh. this scene reminds me. So two things. One, 
you know this stuff's coming back, or they're like, well, and you got to know how to use them. Yeah. So you know this is happening later in the show. Yeah, yeah. But did did you ever, you remember the Naked Gun movie with Leslie yeah. Nielsen? Yeah. Or the, and, the, and or the show it came from, Police Squad? But remember, there was like a scene in there where they're like doing <laughs> Doing the thing like from James Bond, they're like, and he here's some, you know, these cufflings. They'll do that, and he's like shooting people in the thing <laughs> accident. That's kind of what it reminded me of. You know, like that yeah. whole scene where he's like, and here's this, and he like, you know, knocks out the, his buddy next to him or whatever. Right. I don't know. I just thought it's kind of remind me of that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I digress. But you're right. Um, we're, we're then waiting for those to come back into the show to see. Definitely. How, how will he use this? All so right, and this so is when he takes the call from Terry, who right. I guess is the new Big Jack. Because remember when we did a couple episodes, there was a woman that ran the bounty agency. Now they make sure they show you the bounty sign there so we know who this person is since we've right. never seen her before. And we're supposed to just led to believe that she now runs the place, I guess, for Big Jack. Right. Because right. they even mention Big Jack. But that, that's the last you're ever going to hear of that lady. Right. And uh, it seemed kind of seamless to me, although it's been, like you said, a year since we watched the la- you know, the last episode. But I don't know yeah, that I, I would have even remembered that. I think if you watched the that. show regularly, yeah, I think you'd be confused if you came back from the season off and you're like, wait, who the hell is this lady? Yeah. <laughs> Where's Big Jack? So the new boss lady's basically telling him, you, you know, you guys are, uh, we need you. So I don't know if they were in Rio at the time. Yeah, I guess they were. So she's hiring them to uh, to find... Not Sans, but the the girl that was with him, like his secretary or something that went with him on this this trip. She jumped bail somehow, and um, they're hi- hired to find her and bring her back. Marnie right. Greer is her name. Yes. Right. So, um, and she's in Reno, Reno already. Right? Did you say that already? Uh, Sorry, my headphones cut off for a second, so I missed part of what you said. Yeah, no, I didn't say that, but yeah, I think that's uh, okay. That's accurate. Yep. And the one tip they so have like, is she's like, "Hey, it should be easy for you. You're already there. You don't have to go anywhere." <laughs> yeah, right. Perfect. Yeah, and so... here's the hotel she's at. So it was pretty right. You know, they had a pretty good tip, or at least that she was at. Yeah. So off they go. As I guess they're on a break now from filming, so they have plenty of time to go bounty hunt. Yeah. I mean, you can only shoot film and so much. You know. What's that? They're only on set so long, and then they get you know they got to do some bounty hunting. Right, exactly. I mean, they got to got to earn their living. Got to make ends meet. So they go to the hotel, and they first they talk to the hotel manager, like the concierge at the desk, and you know he's not really willing to tell them too much. So Colt starts slipping them some some money to get some answers, and. Um, so he does find out that you know both Sands and the secretary, uh, Marnie Greer, were at the hotel. Then it cost him another. I don't know if it was like a C note or what he's flipping over to him, but then he then he finds <laughs> whatever, out whatever yeah whatever then, their money then he, is. In Rio. Then he finds out that uh, they weren't together, but they I don't know had some communication or something. Um, yeah, there was like she and she was looking for him or something, right? I don't know. Yeah, there was yeah. there were there definitely was a connection. But right, right. yeah, they weren't staying in the same room or whatever. Now, um by the way, I don't know if you recognize this guy. Um Oh yeah. Gino Conforti, yeah, from Felipe from uh Three's Company. 
Yeah. But I want to say he was in one of our episodes of something, and I can't remember what it was now, though, too, because I remember... Do you I remember feel like doing he's, something when I mentioned I, it? I just feel like he's been in he, a lot of things, you know? Oh, yeah, he's definitely been in a lot of stuff, but I feel like there was something, some episode of some show we did that he was in. I just don't know which one yet, so... No, I, I have um, no idea. Oh, that's what it was. He was in the cover-up pilot. Oh, was he really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. So, anyway. meanwhile, the manager takes a break from answering these questions. He makes a phone call. I, th- I think he calls up to the countess and lets her know what, what's up, that someone's asking questions. Yeah. Uh, and, two guys are here asking about the whatever his name was that had the money. <laughs> what was his yeah, name again? Swan? No, not Swan. Sands. Sands, right? Sands, yeah. Yeah. So, I kept uh, getting that guy. I don't know the Sands guy because he was on for the screen for so long. I kept getting his name mixed up. I couldn't remember who he was at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It's some uh, as this kind of continued, the plot started to get a little confusing to me. But I just ran. Yeah, with it, too many people. Yeah. Um. So he finds out a room or what room th- the girl was in, and he heads up there. He gets the room number. Yeah. And, and um, you know, meanwhile, how how we go out to the pool. He's going to go hit on some chicks at the pool. Right, right. Um, so while he's out there talking, Colt goes up. He starts, you know, he he knocks on the door. Woman lets him in. She's got a towel on her head. She's in a robe. and uh, But he notices that she's not blonde like he was told. That she right. looks like she's brunette. <laughs> so she's like, oh, I'm going to go change. So she goes into the bedroom. <laughs> And he's, like, getting really uncomfortable because she's, like, trying to put the moves on him the whole time. Like, oh, you're spying. Have you noticed about Oh, I'm going to yeah. go change. And then she, like, calls him in the room. Like, this is a James Bond movie. Like, this is something that would definitely happen to James Bond. Right. Mr. Bond, can you come help me get out of my towel? <laughs> <Something> <laughs> yeah, right. My towel is stuck. Yeah. So Yes. My so towel he, is all tied up in my hair. He goes uh, He goes into the room. He's like, wow, it's dark in here. And he's like trying to find his way around. <laughs> and he gets over to the bed. He's like, oh, there you are. And then I don't know if a light came on or what, but he realized it was like some dude in the bed. <laughs> and yeah. And this guy was freaking huge. This guy was like, he was like the size of Bigfoot that he fought in Six Million Dollar Man. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I want to say, did the guy have like, he was like missing an eye or something. Like he had some kind of facial <laughs> scar. Something. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was something going on with his face. Like he he also seemed like a bad guy out of uh, a Bond movie, a James yeah. Bond movie. And wow, he what just was looked... his name? I want to look and see if he was in a James, but I don't know what his name was. I I don't either. I don't see him in my. Oh, list was it there. Al? Um, I'm not I sure. I, I don't see him in my list. But he threw Colt yeah. around the room like a rag doll. And then... Um... <laughs> oh, but before you get to what you want to say, I know what you're going to say what happens next. <laughs> While this is all going on, Howie is downstairs chatting up some ladies right by the pool and saying, ah, oh, we're you know, a stuntman. He always does the stunts, blah, 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 blah. And you know what's coming up next. And Mike, why don't you let us know what's coming up next? Well, how he says, he's like, even earlier today, he, he, you know, jumped through a window and, you know, that takes a lot of practice or whatever. So then the next thing you know, the guy throws Colt out the window <laughs> of like an eight story building and he lands in the pool, which was, yeah. you know, good. 
Get, yeah, and you get, get, I mean, you saw it coming from a mile away. They were setting it up. Just by the way, they were sitting next to the pool. It was like he was definitely coming down. Yeah. And yeah. he did. It's always a cool scene, I think, when somebody gets thrown through a window into a pool, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I just, I like, I like that. It's a good stunt. And like how he's like, Colt, what are you doing? He's like, I tried committing suicide, but I missed the shallow end. <laughs> like, yeah. Jesus. I'm like, that wasn't funny. But yeah. No, it wasn't. There, uh, were, I don't know. There was some. I'll, I'll just say this: Colt was he got kind of cranky in this this episode. Um, he was he was ready to wring some people's necks that were on his own team. Oh yeah, I think he always wants to beat Howie down. But does he? I mean, yeah. I don't know. We, I mean, I've, we've only done a couple episodes, so yeah, I don't know for sure. From what I recall, um, yeah. All right, so. Um, uh, da, da, da. So they go back to the room, and then now there's police there. And one one guy comes out. He's like, "Oh, the flying Walenda." <laughs> oh yeah. And I'm like, "All right." And they immediately get sent. They take him down to the police station because the one guy is like the is he like the chief or something, right? Yeah, I don't know what he is. He seems some kind of important guy. You know? Yeah. He's in a suit. So whatever. they go down there. Right. They go down there and. Um, you know, he says, "What do you, you know? What are you doing here?" And he's like, "Well, we're looking for Sands." He's like, "Well, I have Sands here. He's in the morgue." I'm like, "Oh, well, that's not good." And they're like, "Well, we're tr- we're trying to figure out why a stunt man is here to asking questions." He's like, "Well, you know, I got a side gig as a bounty hunter, and you know, Puerto, whatever it's Puerto, Puerto, Puerto." He's like, "Well, he's the chief guy." He's like. You know, we don't take too kindly to kidnapping here. You know, we don't have extradition, so it would be kidnapping, and basically it's a capital crime. And now they're all scared because they're going to get thrown into some Brazilian prison or something. Exactly. And he's like, well, I can make a few calls. Everything should be cleared up. And then (laughs) the chief guy pulls out a cigar, and Howie pulls out a lighter to light it up, and it's that lighter we saw earlier. And you hear Colt go, Howie, no. And all of a sudden he's like... Right. Flame shoots out, and then we cut to them being in jail cells, yeah, right? Like right. in the basement of this jail with like no windows. And actually, I have a clip here because how he feels bad, and um, he's trying to apologize to Colt, but you know he's not really liking it too much. Um, hold on, I gotta find where it was. Here we go, right here. Nobody told me there's a movie prop. I know. I was trying to be polite. I know. I always try to help. I know. We could die in here and nobody'd even know. <laughs> and I cut off the part where he says, I know. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then I think he even says something there about killing Howie or something. Doesn't yeah. he say something? Yeah, well, Howie says, he's like, you're probably going to kill me when we get out of here. Oh, right? yeah, that's he's, right. He's like... Yes. Yeah, which, uh, you know, I didn't think was too nice, but But the, I think they, they ultimately, the, the guy comes back. Uh, I forgot what you said his name was, Porto. They oh, Porto. Com- oh, Porto. Comes back, and he's like, okay, yeah, we've got, you know, um, I forgot the girl's name already. I, I, uh, Mrs. Greer, he calls. Mrs. Yeah. Greer, yes. We have Mrs. Greer. Marnie, and, Marnie uh, Greer. Basically, um we want you to pretend you have, you know, the money that these bad guys are after, 
and they'll try to kill you, and when they do, we'll, we'll get them. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no yeah. way. And yeah. ultimate, ultimately, he agrees to do it, and they release Miss Greer to Colt under his custody. Um, right. And I did think it was kind of kind of funny. So, like, you know, Colt didn't want to do it because he knew, knew there was a chance they were going to get killed by these people. And Howie's like, why no? I think we should do it because basically he's trying to get them out of the prison. He's like, I'll go by myself, you know. And then, you know, like the the chief guy, Alberto, is trying to. He's kind of playing it tough. Like, okay, well, this is the only way you're going to get out of the jail is if you do this, you know. And then basically he agrees to let her go with them. I'm like, well, he kind of broke down on that one pretty <laughs> I know, easily. Right? It's funny. I thought <laughs> the same thing. I'm like, I don't think that would have happened, but. Yeah. By the way, uh, Marnie Greer is played by Pamela Susan Shoup, who was uh, we had on our show. No, no, we didn't have her on our show, but she was in the Knight Rider pilot and the uh, Magnum PI pilot. Ah, very good. All right. Uh, I recognize her name right away. I'm like, I I know her. You're great at tying that stuff back, man. I don't know how you do it. So what? So where we go? Oh, then we go back to another. Like Bond-like scene. So in Bond movies, when they go through the gadgets, is that Q or M or who does that? Do you know? I don't remember. I don't watch those movies enough to know. It's been so to long. Be honest with you, I want. Let's say I don't know if it was Q. I'm just gonna say it's Q. Oh, but, but before I think I know you're, before that though, don't we? Yeah, because at one point we do see the Countess talk to the Swanson guy who actually embezzled the money. And, you know, let him know that Sands is dead. And he's like, well, I'm coming down there. And she's oh, like, no, right. no, no, no. Don't forget. And he's, then he's like, gets out the phone. He's like, calls the secretary. Book me a flight to Rio. And then we actually see on the screen where it says, meanwhile, back in Rio. <laughs> right. That helps. And this is where they agree to, they agree to do the thing. Yeah, okay. Um, so then, And then we see oh. the... Oh, go ahead. You, you no, seem excited. There's one part I want to... Well, yeah, because they're driving back, and you know, she's like, "Why are you driving so fast?" She's in the car with her, and he's like, "I'm preparing for a stunt again." You know, we're going to see this later, right? Right. But here's the other thing: before they see that guy, they he calls and talks to Terry. Remember, and he's pissed at Terry now for sending him out on this, and now they almost died in prison. And I um, actually have a little clip of this because he's he's definitely pissed at her. And I, I thought it was kind of funny the way he let it out. Colt, hi, what's a good word? Murder. You don't mean Marnie Greer. No, but you're close. It's going to be a woman. Colt, what are you talking about? I'm talking about you. Sands is dead, all right, but you're next. Me? <laughs> what did I do? Well, you told me to snatch and grab a girl in a country with no extradition. Oh, well, so what's the big deal? Everyone knows Rio has no extradition. Oh, you bet. But does everybody know what the authorities do to you down here if you're caught trying to bend that law? They kill you. Yeah, he, he's um, pretty grouchy. Yeah, he was definitely grouchy, which, again, I understand. I would be, too. <laughs> but just the way he went into it, he's like, there is going to be a murder. <laughs> Another one or whatever. Um, But, yeah, so he asked, we need some seed money because they got to pretend like they have a lot of money, right? They have to pretend right, like right. they have the money, and that's the whole plan. Um, And, yeah. So, okay, what are you talking about? So, I'm, so, I'm kind of right, so, confused. Yeah, so, she, so, she's sending him... Some extra money, whatever, for this to make it look like he's rich. Oh yeah, go ahead. I yeah. And and then the prop man now on the set is showing (laughs) 
I don't know, somebody else. Somebody else, else right? Yeah. Like maybe the star of the movie. He's showing him this prop jacket. He's like, you yeah, know, check out this jacket, you know. You put your arm <laughs> in here and, uh, you know, you raise your arm and, you know, a gun pops out the sleeve and then, um, I don't know, something else happens and, like, there's some deadly gas comes out of the other sleeve. Right, and there's a dove in one of the pockets. I'm like, oh, what yeah, is that yeah. going to be for? Yeah, there was a dove in the pocket. <laughs> and uh, But... Um, and while that's going on, Howie and and Colt are talking, and they're kind of scared. They're like, you know what? Maybe we should just take that $20,000 she sends us and get a plane and freaking fly the hell out of here. Right. It's like, California, here we come. And just as they're about to walk up to their trailer, the chief guy walks out. He's like, hey, how you guys doing? Yeah. So they're obviously not getting away now. Right, right. Oh, and then... When they're talking about, you know, the plan, you know, Chief's like, hey, don't worry. I'll protect you. I'll have my cops there to protect you. He's like, but who's going to protect us from you? Because they don't trust him. No, no. Um, um, oh, yeah. And then right after that, so that's when you were talking about that suit thing. Then Colt comes back to the, 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 the camper or whatever, the trailer. And he's like, hey, we got some clothes. I got some clothes here so we can, you know, do the thing. And it's the exact suit that the guy was talking about or the tux or whatever. And he can, like, hear, he can hear the dub. He's like, did you say something? He's like, (laughs) no, what are you talking about? He's like, I thought I heard you say who. Like, what? And then he pulls open the curtain and what's her name's back there. He's like, do you say something? She's like, no. And I guess he's got clothes for her, too. Um, Oh, and then they steal the stunt car. They take that because they got to go practice. Right. right. Which, by the way, now is fully rigged up to be oh, yeah, the James. It's Fox ready to go because they're gonna sh- they're gonna be shooting in the morning. So, right, exactly. Uh, so now they go to the casino. Now they go. You're to looking the on casino. your notes, I can, I can yeah, see you trying I, to figure out. Yeah, I'm trying out. to find. I'm like, all right, you know, they're all right. So, the, yeah, they're at so the this casino. is where they this right. They split up a little bit because. I, I don't know why. <laughs> they just split up. Well, they just and, didn't want to look like they were together because I think Colt made it seem they want Colt to make it seem like he's the only one there. Okay. Like not with a team. Right, right. All right. So he's at the roulette table, throwing down, you know, five K, um, <laughs> losing left and right. And um so that they, they take notice. He's actually he's like hitting on this elderly woman standing next to him. <laughs> And then, like, the Countess, you know, spots him and kind of interrupts and, uh, uh, you know, tries to get his attention. So they're, they're talking a bit. And, um, and I, it, I'm trying to remember now what happened with the uh, – I know at so, some well, point they kind of lead him away, but prior to – Well, so he goes to shake her hand and he sprays the shit out of the sleeve. Oh, that's right. That's right. And then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, sorry about that." Here, you can clean this up. And he pulls the dove out of his pocket, and they're like, "What the hell is going on?" So they they walk away from him, right? And then, and then they send a thug back to to get him. Yeah, because her and the bad guy are talking. He's like, "What is going on?" She's like, "Don't you see? He's letting us know that he has the money." He's like, "Why would he flaunt it like that?" He's like, (laughs) "She's like." Because obviously he knows we are the only ones that can clean, you know, launder the money for him. So right. she's like, "Go bring him over here," and he does. Right. And, um, and the cop is on the outside when it's a little walkie-talkie talking to Howie, and telling Howie to get out of there because we want him to know, make it look like he's by himself. Right. 
leave him completely and then alone. He's like on the radio. <laughs> yeah, and he's on the radio talking. He's like, "Don't worry about it. We got the place completely surrounded. They'll move in on my call." And then you see some guy reach out and knock him out. <laughs> the right. cop right, right when he finishes saying that. So then you're like, "All right, he's screwed." <laughs> Um, so the, then Colt starts, you know, he's talking, he's talking to the countess and he's, he's trying to negotiate. He's like, yeah, you know, I, you know, I'll give you the money or whatever, but you know, I want 20%. And, you know, she's basically like, well, you know, how about nothing? Or, you know, I don't know if she's actually said that, but, <laughs> but she, you know, one of the, one of the bad, he opens the door to, to leave. And one of the bad guys is like standing at the door, that gigantic guy. Yeah. So he, he shuts the door and the guy goes through the door like it's paper. He like he <laughs> he's just like, like the Kool-Aid man. Yeah, he just busts through that door. And uh so I thought, you know, we're gonna see Colt get tossed around again, but that's what he like put his arms up, you know, in like defense and that gun popped out of his sleeve. So he Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. It, that's it, right. it, it, it bought him like a couple of seconds. So he, he's like, you know, I'm not gonna let you throw me out that window again. So he just ran and jumped out the window himself to get away. So I thought it was yeah. a slick, slick move. No, it was. Because, you know, every window and every building, you can easily just jump through it. Don't worry right. about it. Try it at home. Especially kids. with the, you know, the curtains are closed. So you can't even right. see if it's got like a center bar in it or something. And <laughs> Yeah. Like, Don't worry about it. Out. I've done it many times at my own house. I just jump right through the window. Yeah. No problems. That's usually, I remember picking you up when we were younger. You would just come smash yeah. through the window. <laughs> yeah, that's, how I, that's how I get out of the house really quick. <laughs> when I was running late for school, I just dive out my bedroom window. <laughs> that's right. No, don't, don't even open it. Just run, right, run to catch the bus. Right through the glass. <laughs> Mom, I got to go. I'm late. <laughs> we'll repair that later. Yeah. All right. Um, anyway, so we're. Um... <laughs> I'm just looking at my notes, and I realize I must have mistyped Howie, and it autocorrected it as homies. <laughs> so my homies are at the <laughs> casino. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so they get in a car chase. They're in their Maser- the James Bond Maserati, right? And um, the other guys are in some whatever car would be in Rio. Looked like a Honda, but maybe it wasn't. <laughs> so they're driving, and he like flips on the smoke screen. And I think I all three it. of them are in the car, right? And uh, yeah, and how cool is a smokescreen? Like, I want that for everyday traffic. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you got that guy following a little too close. You flip on the smokescreen, yeah. just freak yeah. him out a little bit. I right. Like and then one day, um, one day that'll as, come as they're driving, though, Howie, or as my notes say, homies, <laughs> says, "Hey, aren't we in the area that we scout, uh, scouted before for the thing?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, the road ends quickly, doesn't it?" Like yeah, and then they drive through the end of the road like this, and like you think like they're just gonna do some weird jump, but then you look and it's a cliff, right? And the the car obviously stops behind them, and um, he pulls out a parachute, and they parachute down. And I don't, which was very cool, but I don't know if you noticed this. In the footage, it didn't look like that parachute opened. Like. It really no, did. I know. It looked like I it was all balled it off and it wasn't like coming it, undone. It looked like it was having some troubles, yes. So yeah. I'm not, not, not sure did, Was that ever now. a stunt in a James Bond movie? Does that sound familiar? You know, it does, kind of. It does, doesn't Although, it? I, so I remember a scene, a James Bond movie, where he's skiing and eventually skis off the side of a mountain. And then the, the, yeah. the parachute opens. It's like the British flag and the, you know, the music plays. It was a badass scene. But that's, that's what it reminded me of. I don't know if a car... Maybe I just don't remember. 
but could happen. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, all right, so uh, where were we at? So they oh they land and Howie's like, "Are we in? Are we dead?" I think he says something <laughs> dead, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, and uh, Colt's like, "Well, if we are, we got into a very dark place or something like that." Um, now they got to go. Now they want to get into. I wrote Sanders, but it's not Sanders' room. What room was Sands. the guy's name? It was Sands. 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 See, I could. Swanson and Sanders. I don't know. The names were having. I was having trouble. So anyway, they want to get in there to try to find the money. Right. So they go in there and. It's someone else's room now. And, of course, as soon as they walk in there, some other people come in. So, like, Colt goes in the shower and Marnie goes in the wardrobe thing or whatever. Right. And the lady comes in the bathroom and he jumps out of the shower. He's like, oh, the shower's leaking. It's okay now. And then she's (laughs) like, oh, you want those pants pressed? Right, right. And he's like, oh, no. And they leave. And But uh, Howie had got the receipt from Sand... Sands yeah, Sand, room. Sands, right. I, well, I keep writing Sanders on my notes, so that's why. And notice that it says there was a TV on there, and Colt Greer's like, yeah, they they charge you extra if you want a TV. He's like, but there wasn't one in there. So now they got to go back to the Felipe guy again and ask him where the TV is now. And they give him money to do it. And yep. Sid is watching him at the same time. Right. And he tells him, it's in the room 731 now, so, if, you know. You want you want it? Go check it out there. So they head up to to room seven thirty one. Well, they uh, don't all. It just Colt does. Well, right, right just Colt does. You're right. Because he leaves Howie back with uh, with Marnie. Um, yeah. Marnie. To yeah. Yeah, and she's gonna supposedly go take a shower while he's watching TV. I don't know. He's waiting. <laughs> like he's watching waiting over. Up, yeah. Oh yeah. Did you notice too? So, you know, she's like, oh, I'm going to go take a shower or whatever. And he's like, okay. And he just sits there like, he's obviously not going to watch TV because they didn't have TVs there. And um, at one point she's like, Howie, can you give me a hand? Can you, can you help me for a minute? And he's like, what, wash your back? I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. What are you, a 12-year-old? Yeah, that's funny. And she's Col- like, no, Col- get something it- out of the club. Colt made a comment what? like that earlier too, and, and like when they were in the trailer, he said something too, like "Oh, help you get dressed" or something like that, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so she's like, "No, can you get something out of the closet for me?" You know. So he goes in there and tries to find something, and she shuts and locks the door, locks him in the closet, and right. she takes the fake gun. And uh, yeah, so then we see Colt go into some uh, Japanese uh, guy's room, and. Uh, he says, hey, I got to check your TV. He's like, no, the TV's fine. And he opens up the back of it, and there's just wads of cash back there falling out. Right. And at first I thought the guy whose room it was going to be like, oh, is that for me? You know, like, yeah, you know. Right. But um, he did not. He just he took, not. A, took a pillowcase, basically, and started filling it up. Yeah. And then meanwhile, the the... The bad guy, the big, tall James Bond bad guy, he comes in and he, you know, he, Colt's like basically like, you know, he's like, no, finish taking the money out, put it in the bag. So so he does it for, you know, the guy. And then um, then Marnie comes in 
and she she pulls a gun. She pulls that, that fake gun out, and um, I don't know how the bad guy lost his gun. Uh, Colt used the um, the uh, pillowcase and whipped okay. his arm and basically wrapped it around his arm and pulled it down. Meanwhile, that gun did go off, so he very easily could have shot Marnie like right in the gut when he did that. <laughs> And, like, even later, she's like, oh, you saved my life. I'm like, he almost killed you by doing that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But, yeah, but Colt ended up getting the gun and then, you know, tells the bad guy, all right, go back to your boss. Tell her now I want 40% and I've got all this money. So off they go. But, yeah, Marnie thought that they were in on it together at first, the bad guy and and Colt. And then she realized, nope. And she actually is, like, apologizing to him later, like, I'm sorry, I run like, no, you actually saved him because he would have given all that money to that guy because he had no choice. Right. And probably got shot. So there's no reason she should have been apologizing, except, I mean, she could have said, hey, I'm sorry, I thought you were with them. Right. But, you know. But again, Colt cranky, so. I just know, he's, he's kind of a cranky guy in this show a lot, it seems like. Yeah, well, you know, the guy's got a full plate. He's got the stunt stuff going on during the day. Yeah. Bounty hunting. Probably doesn't get enough sleep, you know. Probably gets very little sleep. Yeah. All right. So now what? The old, the boss guy calls, right? And um, talks to Barney. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and she explains, oh, you know, Sands was embezzling, whatever, and uh, but some nice guy here helped me get your money. It's like, oh, okay, good. Right. And then, you know, gets off the phone, and he's he's with the countess. So, um, he's I yeah. Guess, she tells he tells him to make the deal to get the money back. Yeah, but he's part I of was it. kind of a little confused because when she, he the Swanson guy, right? It was his name. First talks yeah. to Greer. He's she's like he's like you know I hear you're in Rio. I was like yeah 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 yeah. Sanders could have. Cleared me or Sander could have cleared Sands. God damn it. <laughs> you should see the names I have written down here. I don't know why the guy's name was Swanson, right? That she's talking to, yeah. Was it Swanson? I don't know. I have Macklo. What the fuck does that name even mean? What I don't know where that came from. Mr. Mm. Macklo calls. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know if it's like a spell check thing that it changed it over to or. If that was like part, kind of like the name of the company, I don't know what I was doing. I was, I was obviously having trouble. And I, well, I only took notes for the one up. I did watch this twice and I still didn't get the names right. <laughs> and guys, this is, oh no, wait, his name was Mr. McClough. Yeah. Was it? I don't know. Yeah. So wait, who was who, who, Swanson? Yeah, I don't know who Swanson is. <laughs> was there a Swanson? I have no idea. Oh, my God. See, guys, in real life, this is why I am terrible with names. If I have met you once, I'm going to need to meet you at least 16 more times before I get your name down right. Sounds like it. Man. Now you're getting me all confused. Uh, Yeah, sorry. So, Mr. McLoke, but um, I spell check here to do a job. Anyway, um, but, yeah, she says something like, well, he could have cleared me of, you know, what... Why she was down there. I'm like, wait, cleared you of what, though? I don't understand. Because he was... Were they yeah. dating? I, it was, I don't they know. They didn't really explain that at all, right? They didn't. We don't yeah. know even really why she was, you know, bailed, you know, had right. ditched her, her she, bail yeah. or whatever. You know, I don't know. Okay. All right. So, anyway, now they're going to make the deal. 
pretend like the deal. So Colt doesn't know how he's getting set up, but they're going to go there. They're dressed up in costumes, and um, they have the cop there. He's dressed up like a clown of some sort, right, it looks like. He's yeah. in a car with a giant tape recorder thing so he could record the conversation. <laughs> yeah, like a ca- giant cassette and, recorder, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they go, and uh, you see that they're in the room with the countess, and they open up, and there's, he's got a case with $3 million. He's like, hey, I already took my cut. I did that for you. You didn't have to do the math. You're That's welcome. Right. And then we see it, we cut outside, and we see the big honking dude bust the antenna off the car with the cop in it with the yeah. tape recorder and now he can't hear anymore and then he like rips the door off the hinges right <laughs> takes the guy out of there did you see the guy lock the I car mean, door and then he just tears the door off that's cool <laughs> yeah it was uh pretty crazy um so what right. happens then so so Let's oh. see. Tears the door off. Colt, um, I don't, I don't know how Colt gets in a where he, he needs to escape or whatever, but some somehow he yeah, he uses he's... a. Go ahead. You know, I was gonna say because he like looks at his watch and she's like, "Are you, do you have somewhere to be?" He's like, yeah, uh, I... "No, I'm just waiting on a friend." She's like, "If it's the police, they're not coming." Oh, that's right. That's right. So when he realizes, and... yeah, that they took took out the cops and he's pretty much on his own. He uses the yeah. smoke and the watch to to escape, and uh, and even Howie gets taken out by the big guy too. Yeah, what did he? How did he take Howie out? Like Howie, he like get because he, he was in the cab and he kind of rips him out of the cab and just like I think he I don't know if we see it, but he just like kind of throws him behind a wall because he pops okay. up later. Um, yeah. and that guy was dressed like. I don't know, the Tin Man or something? I don't know what he was dressed up, the, the bad guy. <laughs> I don't know what he was dressed up like either. And then, uh, but then, yeah, Colt's like, oh, I really got to go. And he, like, activates the watch and makes it spray in bad guy's face and just takes off, grabs the briefcase and runs. Right. And um, he jumps in the taxi, and Howie's not there, so he just takes off without him. I guess he figures he'll be okay. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. And because and the woman's in the car with him, right? Right, right. And then there's like yeah. three. There's like it's like a car chase, but there's like I don't know three cars, maybe more. Right, because in this chase. yeah, yeah. Because then Howie and the cop wake up, and they I think they jump in a car, and then the bad guys jump in a car, and they're all and Mister Mc oh Mister McClow guy McClow I don't know how you say his name. Oh yeah, he, turns he out to be in being... the back seat of the cab. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. take me to the airport. And he's like, well, I know a shortcut. And he takes him onto the, basically drives onto the set of the movie. Right, right. And then, oh, yeah, and then we see the director's like, all pissed. Where is he? He's not showing up. That's it. This is the last time I ever work with him again. And then they come, like, barreling onto the stage and, like, just start fighting in the middle of the thing. The director's like, this is great. Start rolling tape. Yeah. He's like, is this scripted? Roll tape on this. You know, so, yeah, so they're like, you're gonna use it for something, but um, so yeah. yeah. Then the, the fight breaks out, and uh, I'm trying to think if there's any kind of a big stunt that happens there, but I don't. I don't think so. Um, well, there's one stunt because the one guy, the McGlow guy or whatever, gets uh, climbs up the side of the building like on a uh, like a fire escape, and then we see Colt 
Oh yeah, yeah. Hop into one of the little jetpack things and fly up there. And this, yeah. this like the director of stunt coordinator guy's like, "Hey, it works." I'm like, "Yeah, but you just wasted it on this." <laughs> and that's awesome because you see that scene in the um, in the intro, like in the um, you know the opening, the intro. Oh, the, oh yeah, yeah. They show him like on the jetpack flying. And I was always like, and oh, I know for you know? sure that's in definitely in, definitely in one James Bond movie, right? I'm yeah, I'm sure, oh yeah, I'm sure. That was just cool though. Yeah, and then um, they start fighting up there on top of the roof, and you can see like uh, Carnival going on down there, and they're all like fighting over you know the briefcase, and then all of a sudden you see like it open, and like all the money just starts flying out. Yeah, out into the wind, into the streets, and the crowd. Yeah. And then so that, basically the cops come and all the bad guys are caught and that's kind of it. I'm not sure how yeah. the really big guy gets knocked out though because I'm not sure who took him down. I don't, Is yeah, it just I don't like recall. a whole fleet of police. <laughs> yeah, they just started tasing him, you know. And no, I have no idea. <laughs> but yeah, that was it. That was it. But um, yeah, it just kind of ends that way. Yeah, which I guess is fine. Now it's I did fitting. notice in the credits. They list a person who's playing Roger Moore. Did you notice someone that was playing Roger Moore in it? Was that yeah. the, well? Was maybe was it that was the, the guy that they were, they were describing the suit to? Yeah, that must have been him. But it, I mean, did it actually say like as Roger Moore? <laughs> well, like in the credit, you know, it says like it lists the guy's name, really? and then it says Roger Moore. Yeah, that's interesting. No, I I didn't hear any direct connection, but yeah, that that had to be that scene. That's no, I didn't. I, I never heard anyone say, and I wonder again if they couldn't, and they just kind of like implied it, so you would know who yeah. he was. If that makes right. sense. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. But yeah, it was good. I thought and it was a good was episode. It. Some good, good. No, I definitely, I definitely and... found it to be entertaining for sure. And I'll tell you, I in '82. I was like 12 years old, so yeah, you put James Bond in with the Fall Guy, and that's a good that's a good combination right there, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, definitely, I yeah. I agree. Um, I like I said, I don't think I watched this show much back then, but I, and to be honest, I've never really been a huge James Bond fan either. I mean, I've seen a couple of them. But they were never like my big thing. But I know why people liked them, especially back then, because it was all the kind of cool spy gadget. You know what yeah, I mean? It was, yeah, yeah. There were kid, different I movies back then. Yeah, I love those. Spy now it's just like a big action blockbuster, right. um, like any other movie. But yeah, they're definitely different today than they than they used to be. But yeah. But yeah, no, this is fun. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I wasn't totally, sure what to totally expect. Good. You know, I just, like I said, I just recommended this one based on the fact that it was uh, Marky Post's first episode. Yeah, she didn't get to yeah. do much in it, but I'm I'm going to get, because I, I don't know if she's in all the rest of the episodes, but she's in like 50-something of them after this, yeah. and I'm, I can't remember how many episodes the show had. Um, That's a good number. So, yeah, so... She he definitely she definitely has a bigger part, and I'm sure I can't I'm imagine sure it, it's always just on the phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I'm, I'm sure going to assume I'm, at least one episode she gets like kidnapped or something. 
I yeah, I would say she probably had a lot of in person time too. I would think, you know, you know, whether face to face. I don't know, maybe because it was her first day on the job. I don't. I have no idea. But um, I'm sure I said this a year ago. But when the Fall Guy was on, it was like one of my favorite shows. So I I mm-hmm. wanted to be uh, a stuntman and a bounty hunter during that time period. Uh-uh. So yeah, um, I, I'm sure you weren't the only one. Unfortunately, my career path did not play out that way. But uh, <laughs> you know, did you say fortunately or unfortunately? Unfortunately, I think. Uh, okay. Yeah, it would have been an inter- sure. interesting life that could be. But yeah, you'd probably be a little more beat up now and a little more. <laughs> You know, probably like severely disabled, but <laughs> yeah, you have a lot of be a lot of limping going on, right? Right. Um, but yeah, so well, we got to figure out because pretty soon, before we know, it, Christmas is going to be here, and we're gonna have to figure out a Christmas episode to do. Wow, wow! So if anyone has any Christmas episodes of some good shows for us, let us know. Yeah, we definitely want to look into them. I mean, what have we done in the past? We did the Star Wars Christmas episode, which we did. A, we did the Six yeah. Million Dollar Man one. Oh, that's right. Yep. And did we do? Uh, what do we, I feel like we did like some obscure one, another, like uh, I don't know. I'd have to look. I, I, yeah, I can't. I can't think off the top of my head. But it's like <laughs> Knight Rider Christmas. Was there a Knight Rider Christmas? Oh, well, yeah. We, that's where Paul LaGreca came from. Oh, that's right. Silent Night. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I thought you were thinking something more obscure than Knight Rider. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was. I was actually thinking it was like Crazy Like a Fox or something. That, you know, that was like no, because we Christmas can't find episode. any more episodes of Crazy Like a Fox. That's yeah. the problem. We've only found one episode. Anyone, if anyone knows, I don't know. Maybe we should just start looking harder again. Yeah, I haven't yeah. looked for. I haven't looked lately to see. We'll hunt them down. We got to be out there. But yeah, definitely. If you have you guys have any uh, recommendations on Christmas episodes, let us know. Um, we like to do them. They're we always do. fun. Usually, especially like when it's like totally different. I think we did. Oh, uh, we did a chips one too. I think. Oh, that yeah, was when yeah. the three drunk guys were in the car one time. <laughs> yeah. When they were right. just hammered after the Christmas party. Yeah. And Ponch was all cranky because he wasn't going to see his mom for Christmas. Yeah. And he's an adult cop. That's um, right. Anyway, so yeah. So let us know. Let us know. And uh, Anything else you want to bring up about this show, Mike? Um, No. I just, you know, love the show and... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I, Lee Majors, I, if you ever want to come on, let us know. Yeah, yeah. I've got the I got the first edition Bionic Man comic book hanging on my oh, wall. Oh, yeah, wait, that's right. Waiting for right, the signature. I about that. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or waiting for the. I think he was man. supposed. I think he was supposed to come to Chicago not long ago, but that whole thing got canceled that he was coming to because of. Oh COVID. yeah, that's right. Well, who knows? Maybe next time. Someday. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so definitely, if you have not watched it, watch the uh, Bale and Bond episode. Look it up on YouTube. Easy to find. And again, let us know what Christmas episode ideas. All right. And for you guys uh, in America, happy Thanksgiving coming up. Yep. And I think once Canadian, isn't Canadian, no, they had theirs already, right? 
They have something right after thing. Is it Boxing Day or something? Is right after so, yeah, our Thanksgiving? Is that after Christmas or no? That's that's Thanksgiving. I, I don't, don't know. know. Anyway, Americans, happy Thanksgiving, and anyone else who celebrates it. Just sure. Have a good one. Eat some good food. Don't get any fights with your uh, family. Um, and come back. We'll be back uh, shortly after Thanksgiving. We'll have another episode for you. All right. For this episode, right. I used to watch this. I'm Mike Forgetto. I'm Mike Sullivan. Talk to you later. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.